You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. We're coming to Revelation chapter 12, and we remember that at the end of chapter 11, we concluded the first phase of the uncovering. This is concerned and has been concerned primarily with the sort of political aspects of what's going on, the developments in the empire and where it was situated. Now we turn to what is in effect the second half of the book of Revelation, first chapters 12 to 22. And this is the second phase of the uncovering, and it is primarily concerned with religious developments in the Roman Empire. And for this, a special symbol is used, and it is the term beast, and it means a fierce beast. In the first phase, up to chapter 11, beast is used twice. And from chapter 12 to 22, the term is used no less than 28 times. So you can see it illustrates what we say that the first half of the book is, is determined with one thing, but the second half is really tied up with religious developments that we see in the book. And in the 12th chapter and the first verse, it says, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. So this is what it's going to be concerned with, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. So we are immediately, are we not, in the realms of symbology. Now the woman represents the original ecclesia, that about which we read in the Acts of the Apostles, teaching the word of God. And in the second verse of this twelfth chapter here in the book, she cried, being with child, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. So this woman, instead of being a chaste virgin, a chaste ecclesia, directed at what Jesus wanted them to put out, has become with child, that is to say, corrupted with false Christianity, induced really through the Treaty of Milan, which had brought into the Christian world many of the teachings of paganism. And so the woman, the mother is shown clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. That is, that's about glory and that's about being enjoying all the glory of Constantine's success. This stands for the original ecclesia which as it were had sold out to the Emperor Constantine. This child again is symbolic and stands for Constantine who, as we have seen, was elevated and raised to eminence. But there remained a second category who would not forsake their true beliefs, and they became the first Protestants. They were persecuted, and some fled away even to African colonies and are symbolically referred to in verse 6, where it says, And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she hath prepared a place of God. And in the 13th chapter, in the first verse, John says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his heads ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. Now, we don't need to be told this is a symbol. What does it mean? Is, now, interestingly, 
that's not the first time in the scripture we come across with this picture because we find it in the writings of Daniel in the Old Testament where we read in the book of Daniel after this this is Daniel speaking now in the Old Testament in the night visions and behold a fourth beast dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly and it had great iron teeth and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it and it had ten horns that's in Daniel 7 verse 7 talk about the linkage between Daniel and the New Testament this beast of Daniel with ten horns is really the same as that which is further described in the book of Revelation at various stages and its development also possessing ten horns and in both cases standing for Rome Further comparisons between the beasts of Daniel and those of the Apocalypse show that there are the same series of developments being described in each case. This symbol that we're looking at now in Revelation has seven heads and ten horns and thus links it to the beast representing Rome. But now the horns are crowned and upon the head blasphemy. Now what does a horn crown? This stage is considerably later in history than Constantine's original empire. The kingdom by this time had given rise to ten horns crowned in their own right. And what would that stand for these horns? The ten kingdoms of Europe have arisen and each of them in their turn blasphemes through the papacy as predicted by Daniel and that is taking place. And again it says, And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him. In the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation 11th verse. Now this is a beast in the line of the first, so we're talking about a succession of beasts, all standing for the same sorts of things, similar in power, but this, uh, demonstrating significantly different features. The dragon characteristics links this repressive empire with the original paganism of the Roman force before Constantine came to power. Now, what can be the significance of this beast now with two horns? A look at history leaves us in little doubt that this phase of the empire is in fact what is termed the Holy Roman Empire. Now, its uniqueness stems from its establishment on Christmas Day, A.D. 800, whilst Charlemagne knelt in prayer in St. Peter's in Rome, Pope Leo III placed a golden crown on his head. This was a politically expedient move for the papacy to do, which reflected cooperation between the Frankish people and the Vatican over many years. In such a situation, the Pope was supreme, though in matters secular he was stoutly opposed by kings and emperor. It is for this reason that the Middle Ages in Europe is regarded as being a dual control. And there's a quote which says, As Romanism, it rests upon Rome as the origin, its head is the Pope to whom all souls have been entrusted, as human and temporal to the Emperor commissioned to rule men's bodies. So it's a dual body. How fitting that what the historian terms dual control is portrayed by the revelation as having two horns. Thus it seems likely that the two-horned lamb face of the beast stands for the Holy Roman Empire. And this was an extensive development of the empire and in various forms it existed for over 1,000 years, 
namely from AD 800 to AD 1806, and being described as a two-horned beast, it is unique. It had this dual leadership because the Pope and the Emperor became equals, and that represented a new elevation of the Pope in power in the symbolic heavens of the power of the Empire. It is often referred to as the First Reich or Empire. Charlemagne was the first Emperor and was crowned by the Pope in AD 800. This Holy Roman Empire was a most repressive regime. It later instituted the Inquisitions, where some Protestant Christians were tried and convicted as heretics. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.